Well, well, well. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. In the not-too-distant future, wars will no longer exist, but there will be Garfield. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I have ambiguous feelings about this hypothetical future. (laughs) It's Saturday, March 16th, 1985. We're reading Garfield number 2463, and that's it. Sure. Jonathan, hypothetically, let's just say... You have the power to do one of two things. You can end war for all time or erase Garfield from existence. Can I can I can I can I ask a question? <laughs> yes, yes you may. Does end war does that does that mean do you mean like military conflicts or do you mean like wars of all kinds? Like what about economic wars? Okay, that's a that's a great question, and I'd I like to address I want to end it. Thank you. Uh, you would not be ending economic conflicts or things that people metaphorically like refer war. to as war. Like you wouldn't end a bidding war like or a, the war uh, on poverty, I, I, a freestyle rap war. Yeah, a freestyle rap battle would the continue war on drugs. unabated. Yeah. The war on drugs would continue or not, but like you you would be ending ending two things. You would be ending organized human conflict and the band war they would both stop immediately (laughs) um or you can erase garfield from all time like it would be as if garfield never existed i wouldn't want that i wouldn't i wouldn't even want that okay well you had your opportunity jonathan i I guess i guess you're just gonna selfishly end war i feel like I, i feel like uh you know, I feel like our, our humankind's like history of the last quarter century. Like, mm-hmm. I would, I, I think it would be poorer for for lacking Garfield. There, I said mm. it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Plus, what strong, would we stick to our windshields? Hmm? What would we stick to our car windows? Uh, I, guess, I mean, U.S. Fuck Acres all. characters that's, that's probably. What? Orson the Pig from U.S. Acres. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does U.S. US Acres still exist? Yeah, U.S. Acres would continue to oh, exist. Oh, well, that's I another think. story. I assumed that, you know, the imagine, ripple effect. Jonathan, imagine if, 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 okay, let's say U.S. Acres was also, like, Jim Davis was erased from history. There's no Garfield. There's no U.S. Acres. Do you, so you keep pe- changing the, the hypothetical here? It's, it's a new hypothetical. Do you think people would be driving around he, with, he, with, do you think people would be driving around with plush Andy caps <laughs> suction cupped to their car <laughs> Plush windows? Dagwood Bumstead. Oh, God. Um, I, you're, really, you're really pulling the levers of this intuition pump, Chris. It's, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm twirling the dials and pulling the levers. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. No, to answer your question, I think I, I, think I would end war. War is Panel pretty bad. One. You know. Yeah, I guess. Okay. As, as you one. know, Chris, war is quite bad. Mm. Yeah, mm. This, so I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what, according to that song, if you if you ended all wars, that war, what is it good for? Song, it'd be literally true. It's just absolutely, it's not nothing. Mm. It doesn't happen anymore. Anyway, Garfield's looking at the TV. He's in the chair, and he thinks these game shows are disgusting. I mean, isn't that still true? I mean, isn't that isn't that song just already true? Like, because war is pretty bad, or are you it is, taking like it is a pretty bad, like an aggressively like 
you know, like realist approach and you're like when you hear the song you're like war war what is it good for mm-hmm. uh i like Stimulating uh, so, the economy, social, social and technological advancement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pull, some some would say it pull, pulled America out of the Great Depression. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Lord knows FDR didn't. Um. Anyway. All right. Uh. <laughs> okay. Penalty. Okay. Okay. No, All right, I, I, I was you. You were really, really tempted. <laughs> I mean, you know, the opportunity to discuss fiscal and monetary <laughs> policy. Uh, the the origins of the Federal Reserve System. In panel two, Garfield's looking at us, the audience, and thinks it's. He was discuss, dis, discussing game shows, and he thinks it's pathetic mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. some people will humiliate themselves to win money. Feel like yeah. we already know where the punchline is headed, and he's throwing a hand, a hand up in the air as yes. he says that. And then he's panel gesturing. three. The camera tracks to the right just a little bit. The TV is no yep. longer visible, and Garfield yep. is turning to look over his left shoulder Truth. at John Arbuckle. Yeah, dressed to the nines. Yeah. Um, I, I, what is this outfit? Okay, he's Jonathan. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. So Garfield thinks that John does it for free, and yeah, that the imp- clear implication is. John Arbuckle looks ridiculous and is humiliating himself and degrading himself with this outfit. Can I be honest? I, I, I know where you're going with this. I don't hate this outfit. No, he looks great. I'm, I'm not saying that I would necessarily wear that outfit. I'm not sure I could pull it off. But I don't hate oh, you, it. I, you could. You could. You think? Oh, well, maybe. I think you could. I don't know if I could. I don't. I don't look great in a hat. And John is wearing. What is that? Is that a trilby? Uh, yeah. It's either a trilby or a Stetson. I think it's a trilby. I think it's a trilby. It's got a. It's a nice. What is that kind of like a? That color, like a beige. It's like a beige trilby with a brown. Uh, well, these uh, were all colored after the fact. Yeah, that's true. This would have been black and white. Uh, uh, but a brown band and a, and a red feather sticking out of it. He's got and a feather, a literal feather in his cap. Yeah, and it he's wearing repeating. his his jacket is, I would say, aggressively checkered, <laughs> and he's got kind of plaid pants and a and a spotted tie, and he's whistling a single eighth note, and he's kind of kind of you know shaking his his forefinger like he's, he's bopping. jamming to the beat. Yeah. Does John Arbuckle look like a ska guy in this picture to you? Is something about the checkered jacket where I'm like, Jonathan, John Arbuckle is, it's like he's on his way to his yeah. ska band is putting on a show or something. Or like a like a pimp from the 1970s. Yeah, but it's something about that checked jacket really yeah. says, and and the way he's, the way he's kind of grooving the feather, along. Like. like, okay, yes or no. Is John Arbuckle currently skanking? I think he might be skanking. Is it, are you sure it's a yes or no question? <laughs> I think it's a yes or no question. Yeah, I can't I answer a, with a conditional. It's objectively he either is or is not skanking. <laughs> can, can you show me a Venn diagram? I mean... Skanking uh, and not skanking. And yeah, it's just two circles. They're not touching. It's law of the excluded middle, okay, Jonathan. Right. You cannot be skanking and not skanking okay. at the same time. <laughs> 
It's logically impossible. I th- I feel it really, really looks to me like this guy, like he is in a two-tone ska band, and he's going to, yeah. like he's on his way to to the show. He's about to. I, what do you What do you think? Do you think he plays the trombone? I think he plays the piccolo. It's an unusual do, instrument do you have for a ska, those in a ska band. band? I don't know. I feel like there's not probably going to be a piccolo in a ska band. Trumpet? Yeah, you could be. You're gonna have a trumpet in a ska band for sure. You're gonna have a trumpet, maybe a trombone, some saxophone, saxophones, obviously bass guitar, contrabass, guitar. You're gonna have you have a guy playing the drums for sure, unless you have a lady playing the. You know, you have anybody playing the drums. Um, um, yeah, I feel like this one is keyboards. Not, I feel like this one is okay, but most, but mm-hmm. like it's. It's being carried by that outfit. Like, I, yeah, I, the punchline doesn't work at all because it's the a good outfit, outfit. The outfit is not doing the job it's meant to be doing. Yeah. We're supposed to see this outfit and say John is humiliating himself, and I feel like both of us independently reached the conclusion that John Arbuckle is flaming hot in this outfit. Yeah, I would love to see him skanking in this outfit. I think he is skanking now, but I would like to see. <laughs> You know, eight panels of him skanking. I think he might be between skanks. <laughs> he might be mid... I think he's mid-skank. You know. Uh, uh, okay. All right. That was being Jim Davis. It's over now. Thanks for listening. Jonathan, you know how I used to do... Qui- we used to sometimes do quizzes on the show? Yeah, ages music, ago. Basically. We, yeah. I would, we'd do... And some of them were wholly inappropriately for a... For a podcast, were visual quizzes where I would show you. A, you remember our fa- oh, yeah. our famous visual quiz, Boomer Bust, where I showed you the bust of a baby boomer, and you had to guess who they were yeah. based solely on their bust. I wanted to do a quiz called "Look Who's Skankin," where I would show you a, a a still photo of someone's face, and you would have to judge just based on their facial expression whether or not they were currently skanking. I just, I just didn't have the time to put that together. You know, maybe I'll do that like for our live work, show. You know, yeah. yeah, look, I'll do that for our live show coming up in Sacramento. Yeah, come see us live okay. at the Capitol Theater in Sacramento, Sutter's Mill. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows